Welcome to the BDC podcast, a podcast in which staff and students at Barking and Dagenham College share insightful and entertaining conversations with the digital learning team. We hope to enrich the community at the college by making connections in each fortnightly episode. I'm Nathan, I'm a digital learning apprentice. And I'm Sophie, I'm a digital innovation specialist. And today we are joined by Elena, level three art and design student. How are you? Uh, hello, I'm good, you? I'm very well, thank you. And I'm excited to record the first episode of season two of the BDC podcast. Whoop, whoop. I'm excited too. So Elena, you're the first student we've had on this podcast. How are you finding your course? Um, well, it's kind of nervous to be the first student on a podcast. And I'm just a bit like nervous what I'm going to talk about, but I'm finding it interesting and it's a new experience for me as well. And I would like to talk about anything today. So what have you chosen to talk about? Uh, so for today, I would like to talk about being how to be an immigrant student in based in a known country for you, how to come in here if don't know in the language the barriers, everything. It's just a new experience for being a kid and a student too. So where do you originate from? Uh, so I'm originally from Moldova. It's Republic of Moldova. It's a country between Russia and Romania. I don't know. It's known, best known country. It's a small country, but it's one of the good countries. It's known for the wine, the fields and great culture. So would you like to introduce your story of how you moved here? Um, yeah, sure, that's going to be fine. So firstly, how I moved him, it was around four years ago, something like that. Uh, my mom and my parents actually decided to move to this country to get better education and like a new place to live in. They kind of like wanted a new experience for them as well. So it was kind of hard for me because I moved here two weeks before I would start the school. And how I moved here, it was kind of stressful for me being, didn't know any English, how to speak, how to talk, anything about the people, the culture. It was stressful at first. Um, when you get to know and like know the rules how you're gonna achieve it how you're gonna like act around people you're gonna be fine so a first day of school I started applying for multiple schools so I'm actually went to Sydney Russell school um the first day when I went there, I didn't speak English and I was left at the reception. The teacher forgot to pick me up and introduced oh, me nice. to my class. <laughs> that was stressful because I didn't speak English. I couldn't even tell them why I'm here and why I'm still here and knowing the lessons. And the only thing that I told them is like, I don't know, I don't speak English. <laughs> and they asked me what language do I speak um, fluently in? And I say Russian and Romanian because I, I speak them these two languages properly. And they pick up a Romanian teacher. That was the only thing that made my day happy and I've been not that stressful. She introduced me to everyone, to the school, to the subjects I'm going to like learn and what classes I'm going to be in. 
I choose more of the creative ones. I choose photography, arts, and food text. So it's one of the one. I'm a creative kid, so why not? Um, so I suppose you had that connection there yeah. beyond just knowing the same language. Yeah, so it was more interesting when you know the person that speaks the same language as you and you can understand what they want from you but when you don't speak this language and you've been left out by yourself and being 14 it's stressful it's really stressful i had a stressful two weeks at the first because i didn't have any friends i didn't have anyone there to be and support me there was only my mom but she was working most of the times and we did talk about our home and she encouraged me to keep going and i was like no mom i went back to my country i was crying but it was fine because she said like I was like, no, mom, if I cry and see that I want to go back to my country, don't do it. Don't listen to me. Leave me here. I want to learn new things. But it was fine. After like a month, I started getting a tutoring for English. So I would learn English better. I started making new friends. But it was hard because, you know, people are bullies sometimes for not knowing something. And because I didn't speak English up well, I couldn't stand up for myself. But I had friends that did, and I'm really grateful for them. But it was like being a student in a new group, and it was like everyone could speak about something, same interest. And the most people that were like English, I couldn't find the people that speak the same language as me until like the half, the half term. But I found them. It was okay. They teach me how to speak. Now I can speak properly English to people understand me. And I'm really grateful for that. But the adventure doesn't stop here. <laughs> it's a long story. Three years in school was really fun. I'm grateful for that. In secondary, I got like, I was happy with the grades. I was happy with the like rules, everything. But the only thing that wasn't happy was with people. People are, some of them are really rude for just not knowing you. And if you achieve something without knowing like the language of not born in here, they kind of like, hey, you, oh, you paid the cheat teacher to get more up and that. I'm like, no, you don't pay anything. But um, then my college started. A new story, new adventure, new me, new everything. It's like a new life, a new like step in your life to pass out. So, how long have you been at BDC, if you um, don't mind me asking? It's like two years now. Two years. Yeah. The first year was kind of sad because it was quarantine, corona, everything. It was more online lessons. I couldn't see my classmates, my teachers, couldn't make my projects look that good, get the best advice that I can get from teachers. But it was okay. I could actually like speak through internet, online lessons, get the advice I can to pass it. But it was okay. Not happy year, but it was okay through you can get with through hard times. So yeah. But in the first year of college everyone changed. Being 
from secondary where everyone is fake it's not really expressing yourself the way you can and coming here expressing yourself you see different people you see different cultures you see so many new things you're just amazed how these people can even talk to each other they have so many interests and they're so different from each other but they're so similar at the same time and they kind of get along everyone is friendly i didn't have a lot of happy stories too but it's better than being in secondary so yeah but i kind of enjoy my course too so how you do know by now i'm doing art and design level three and from this i expect to get the better grades that i can i'm working for that i'm working to do everything possible um also so if you you don't know by now but for me i want to be an art teacher so it's a long way a long journey to go through you have to do unis you have to do pgcs you have to do hnds levels it's hard but i want to like go through every step of this by myself working learning new things and just be there be myself and try to achieve my dream um currently i'm level three second year for art and design and this year was kind of rough at the start it was a sad story being bullied by some people because of the way you look and the way you act around people that was stupid but it was okay because i go for it i took step up for myself talk to people say that i'm not comfortable i was actually scared to come in college because of them i was so afraid to come and meet them again that would just every morning cry to not come in this college but if you're gonna talk to teachers to stuff to anyone they're gonna support you you would know that you have the support and this college is the safest place that you can be at the moment so no one no creepy people will come around you <laughs> yeah I, I would like echo that and say that um the teachers and the staff here um they are here to make your experience a great one so yeah. if if ever you need to um confide or talk to a member of staff yeah um, you're able to do that yes yeah they're, they're there to help you yeah so i'm really grateful for the teachers they are amazing the staff are really amazing people they cheerful they amazing people i i don't have words to describe them but i'm really grateful of this college of the experience they fun they can do whatever for you they invite you do things because because of um how did they get invited for podcast it was like i did exhibition by myself <laughs> so i got to work with stuff you have to talk about inktober yeah. at some point in this podcast so <laughs> it was exhibition it was inktober it was one of my projects and i did the exhibition so this is how i meet sophie Nathan, and a lot of i create people 
was lovely to meet them and work with them and still have a great relationship with with the people and i'm really grateful that they invited to me uh, for this podcast and experience this right now so yeah you're very welcome (laughs) so so for those who might not have seen the exhibition a few months ago what what was it? Uh, so basically, what was Inktober the first? Inktober was basically a drawing challenge that you draw every day. A drawing they give you a word, a list, and every day they give you a word like crystal, um, river, or something like that, and you just draw in ink. You can use any materials that contains ink, like markers or just simple fireliners, pen. You can do whatever. Just rough about it and just it's a great experience for you every day to improve your skills too and for the top exhibition i just choose two of the best works from all of my classmates and just stick up to them the all there was a competition too so you could win uh a prize it was a voucher i don't remember properly but it was in november so it's a long time ago but it was fun. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the time there. So Inktober was a cool project. And you won. Yeah. <laughs> well. I think we still owe you. Yeah, we still owe you a prize, Ellen. I'm sorry. We're going to get That's that signed. But you definitely deserve the win. And um, yeah, your work is amazing. Thank you. Um, and you basically you set up that whole exhibition um, yeah. by yourself. So yeah credit to you yeah credit to me <laughs> well i'm happy that i did it so i deserve the price kind of because like who's gonna, who's gonna set up a whole exhibition and no winner like come on <laughs> you should win <laughs> i'm being sarcastic right now but <laughs> yeah well my experience with this college was great and i'm so grateful for that and also I'm going to do next year UL Foundation. So no one's going to get rid of me next year too. Oh, that's amazing. So you're doing your, your foundation diploma. Yeah. So now I'm doing more like degrees so I can get better chance to get in the unis that I want. And mm. uh, like a better uni with the better grades. So this year I'm trying to do my best to get the distinction or a merit is one of the two because last year i got distinctions this year for the first three projects i got merits it was just because i got some health problems at the start and i couldn't even properly focus on some things but it's fine now now i'm ready to do my biggest project ever do my best get the distinction and get straight away in the ul foundation i have my plans i planned everything out I plan the next 10 years of my life. So everything needs to go by plan. If it doesn't, change the plan and go straight away at the point. Oh, well, you're organized. I feel like I need to get more, <laughs> more organized with my life. Um, so you mentioned about your, your project. Yeah. Do you want to speak about that? So this is your final major project before you go on to the foundation year. Yeah. Um, what, what is it about? Um, so this is the biggest project I ever had in my life. And I'm really scared. I'm gonna mess it up but it's basically waste it's wasting materials that you can recycle like fabric paper ocean plastic and all the things that damage basically our work 
earth and our planet but you can reuse them and make something better of them i choose to do three parts of this project which first part is going to be paper recycling paper i know a lot of paper is recycled every year and at bdc no one's like throwing it away and it's all time recycled but i'm gonna use it for most of the our students the art and design students who use a lot of paper different type of paper and you can't all time reuse it because it's different types but we can make handmade paper which you can decorate your sketchbook and paint on it too and write on it if you want to do it so i'm gonna make like booklet a small booklet of handmade paper so i can show that you can do different textures different colors like with flowers with everything that you can in there and yeah the second part is going to be um it's actually inspired by balenciaga they did a small collection of um jewelry by using the ocean plastic so it's recycling them and I'm going to do a small collection of jewellery too. It's more of rings and earrings. Like to, it's kind of hard to do it because I'm going to use poly gel. Like expired one that it's not usable for your nails. And if I didn't know, if you didn't know, I'm an nail tech too. I'm really inspired by beauty industry. So that's why I have this type of materials at my home um this poly gel is easy to use it's easy to work with so that's why i choose it to do as a third part of my project the last part the most interesting one is the newest one that I ever have done in my life it's doing outfits doing fashion so i'm gonna use fabric old clothes or clothes from charities or just some of my clothes that i don't wear anymore and they i kind of get bored of them so i can customize them like renew it cut it sew it do everything that you can so you can make three nice outfits the main outfits but in total i'm gonna have like five outfits that are gonna be like two of them customized two of them like renew cut it put chains over like everything that possible that you can do um because a lot of fabric is wasting every year like five a hundred and something tons of clothes and in landfills and that's quite sad because every year a lot of people throw them clothes away because they don't wear anymore it's too small they kind of get a stand on it or something like that but they don't know that you can reuse and reutilize the thing so that's why i'm trying to speak up with this project so you can tell that your clothes can be reused and you can do something with them it's all time it's not bad to be creative it's not bad to reuse your clothes so guys yeah yeah that's amazing that's amazing that you're using your your art as a like a, a platform yeah um for, for like a, an important message exactly so for my evaluation for this project i'm gonna do more for on a website an instagram account so i can speak up to people and show them that this outfits were or jewelry or paper was made by my hand just taking a few hours of my life that a day you can reuse it and 
make it better like decorate over like you can decorate your house even with the things that are like broken you can fix them it's not hard you just need to find a way to be creative with it if you don't have a creative mind just email me i can help you <laughs> i can help you or phone me text me on instagram <laughs> so yeah well I'm gonna show the actual outfits. I'm gonna book a studio and make a photo shoot, like a professional pictures, so I can put them on my Instagram. But also, I'm gonna go central London, finding nice places that can like around people to see that with your reused clothes, you can look like people will look at you because it's gonna be like noticeable more much than a simple outfit. It's gonna be like something big so i'm gonna use my friend to take pictures because i can't do it myself but yeah that sounds really exciting yeah and for the last part i'm gonna do a runway with the fashion students because they're doing a collection like all year round collections where i'm friends with fashion students too i'm friends with everyone (laughs) (laughs) so everything they're gonna do they're gonna include me as the part of they run away so we can show every project every clothes personally and like showing the best way possible to the people and see that we can do clothes we can be designers we can do it so this college giving you the best advice the best education possible i learned so many things in this college my skills improved so much i couldn't even draw people or some stuff like animals now i'm literally free-handed doing them it's easy your mind changes so much if you're gonna speak to the stuff because some of the stuff are young and your mind is kind of close to them so talking to them being friends with them can change your mind literally in every way possible i started thinking more mature when i started like talking to staff and finding the best way with the way of thinking and like learning i can only echo what sophie said about your project really is inspired and it is important to have that message go along with it especially now yeah and that's the greatest thing possible i had a letter in mind project which was basically doing um draw on drawing on a letter and donated to charity it was kind of 85 pounds it was a kind of expensive to buy the letters but my letters were poor so oh amazing yeah so they were spent for charities so this money the people bought the letters that was given to charity so helping the people too so it was a message too um then inktober which was a message for people to get more creative and get involved in the creative area even if you can't draw perfectly you can do it It doesn't no one's gonna judge you for the way you draw it's just for you to get inspired every day because without art you couldn't have any film any podcast anything you couldn't even have the artists right now that get inspired the music the films anything will mm. be gone because art is the main part of like of this world no one notices it until it's gone so because my parents used to tell me why you choose art because they go like why didn't choose business or digital things it's making it's much worth and you can learn from it i was like 
Well, if I, you didn't have awe in this world, you wouldn't have any music that you listen to right now. You wouldn't have the films that you love. You wouldn't have any pictures in your house. You you wouldn't even like design your own house because these people designed. They were designers that designed the chairs, the everything possible. So ah, uh, it's actually like seventy five percent this world. So be grateful for art. Uh, is a good subject. What you're saying about art is is really true and i think everything you've said has been really inspiring we'd like to ask you more questions about it in the second half of the podcast but for now we're going to go to the film club new for season two of the podcast our break segment is now the film club this is a segment where we ask our guests what their favorite film or tv show is so elena what is your favorite film um I actually have a lot of favorite films. I'm a really like a kino man, <laughs> let's say this way. I love watching films, movies, TV shows, series, all of that, but mostly fantasy and drama. They're the best ones that you can get inspired more. Uh, one of my favorite series are like The Vampire Diaries, The Originals, Teen Wolf, The Shadow Hunters, The Umbrella Academy, The Scream Queens. That actually is a scary movie, but it's fine. It's good. <laughs> I love it. And many others. So from this ones, you can actually learn a lot of things. So you can, your imagination can go wild with this. Your imagination drawing because most of my ideas that I can draw with I go from my series so while watching it or listening to music I can draw a lot of things I can just my imagination goes wild put the paint right there boom, boom, like shadow there light there it just goes and end up with an amazing result um one of my favorite films uh, is I'm mostly watching like the Russian movies. It's like more American, but it's with the Russian subtitles. So I don't know why I can speak English. I understand it, but some kind of weirdly, I can't watch it in English. I just love watching it more in Russian. So it would be kind of more interesting. I don't know why. Watch movies, kids, wife, watch movies. And people, <laughs> old people too. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for the film club. Uh, let's roll credits. Elena, it's been really interesting hearing about your journey. Um, and also quite inspiring as well to hear all of the, the hurdles you had to overcome. Um, which is just really inspirational. Um, we're going to ask a couple of questions. I hope you don't mind. Yeah, um, of course. Okay, cool. So uh, my first question is, what has drawn you to wanting to become a teacher? Um, actually, it was my grandma's dream. She all times saw me as a teacher. I don't know why. I was like 10 and she was like, you're going to become a teacher. I know that you're going to become a teacher. <laughs> and because she died, rest in peace, my grandma. I love you and I miss you. <laughs> so her dream is like, you should become an aunt teacher. And this has inspired me every day to keep going and achieve my dream too. Because when someone tells you, 
that you're going to become someone. They see this in you. You actually want it to become, to see how it's, it's going to work. So everything that my grandma said about me, like, you're going to be able to become a teacher, but I don't know what's, like, are you going to be, what subject you're going to teach? Because she was like, you're good at maths. You're good at that. You're good at that. You're good at everything. But you have to choose. And when I moved here, like in London, the best option for me and the one that inspired me and just like give me calmness and relax was R. Mm-hmm. So I decided to be an R teacher. And my teacher actually inspired me to become a teacher too. They are really fun. The, it's the teacher that you can talk about. They inspire you. They have a chat that you just, it's somewhere there that you need. Who is your, your art teacher? Uh, so my art teachers, I don't have only one. It's Hayley Young, Paul Schofield, and Cheng Seville. And I actually have a fashion teacher that is my favorite too. It's Sinem. I don't know her surname because I just meet her like this year. But she's an amazing. She just gave me the best opinions ever if I want something they just all amazing. Oh, that, that is really like lovely to say. And I think you are going to be a really excellent art teacher and you're going to oh, make your, your grandma you. proud. <laughs> because when you talk about art, you can feel that you're really passionate about yeah. it. And I think that's only going to inspire your students in the future. Yeah, if you're going to be inspired about something, you're going to teach a subject that you're inspired about. Yeah. Of course, people are just going to see the passion and they're going to like want to have the same thing about feeling. It's fine if some people don't know how they're inspired. You can just like, some people are just doing art for fun. But some people are just inspired and they want to do something in life with this subject. And I'm really proud of that. So everyone that is going to be in my class, because I'm going to be a teacher in college or uni, I'm still thinking this this is the best options for me. I'm not really a good person with kids. You have to be passionate, like, patient with them. And... You have to listen carefully because every kid has like a different way of talking, a different way to talk to them. So, yeah, this how you just have to be more careful the way you choose because everyone has to be passionate about anything possible in art. Someone is passionate about fashion. Someone is about, if passionate about drawing like people. Someone is like digital art. So everyone is different. But if you're gonna talk like in a way a passionable way about this subject everyone's gonna get inspired so it'll make them keep going and love your lessons so this is the teacher i want to become you'll do it you'll do it thank you um i have one more question if that's okay yeah um so i know you've overcome a lot of hurdles and that's just really inspiring to hear. I know how, how like it must have been so scary to come to a new country not knowing the language. Yeah. Um, do you have any? I mean, every time we have a guest, I like to ask for a bit of advice, yeah. and I'm going to do the same yeah. here. Do you have any advice um, for how to build up resilience and not give up and keep going? Yeah, I actually have an advice for that. So the students that come in this country without knowing the language perfectly or just like knowing a bit can understand but can't stand them for up for themselves, just be more confident about yourself. It doesn't matter if, the, if you don't pronounce the words correctly because sometimes I don't, I don't speak 
the language perfectly too. Some of the words I don't know, the complicated words, I seem I speak like more of a simple English you can see. But with learning with the right people, you're gonna achieve the best ones that you can do. If you're just a student, find a person that speaks the same language as you, but the right person. Don't just move to someone that is just one the baddest for you. Just choose the people around you. Be more confident. Ask people for help if you don't understand something. I know it's embarrassing sometimes when you don't understand one. I'm like, sorry, what that means? You, you don't need to be embarrassed about that. Just ask because some people talk to me and I don't understand the words they say. Like, sorry, can you repeat that again? Can you explain what that means? Because I'm trying to understand people, and all time. Ask for help if I need it because people in London, even in UK, they really nice people. They all time welcome to help. They no rude. They okay. Only some of immigrants people because it's how the world works in our countries. If you walk on a street, you don't see people smiling how it's in London. You don't see that because we are more based on our business is. No, like we're here to please everyone. It's more like okay. It's just where. Why do I have to smile? But it's actually meaning if you smile. You just walk on the street and smile because it makes the people feel better and just more comfortable around you. So if you're gonna just give a little smile there, with your teeth showing off, it's gonna be <laughs> the best thing ever. You're just gonna bring up the mood. Okay, I'm gonna make a note of that. <laughs> Smile more. Okay. Smile more. <laughs> you mentioned earlier that when you moved to the UK, uh, you found you had to adjust to, um, I suppose, like the cultural yeah. rules that we have here. What was the hardest thing about that? The hardest thing was being more polite. Because in my country, you don't just go to, like someone like let's just make a example like going to a shop and when you're retail ready to pay some of the people in my country like answer in a rude way and some people are okay with that but when i came here that was so weird for me like everyone was so polite and so positivity i was like what's going on where 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 did i came <laughs> it was like a lot of people that are ready to help and they are like so patient with you even if you don't understand they're like okay do you want me to repeat again do you want me to help you do you want to explain i was like sure that that's the thing that i like about england it's a really good country that spread positivity even most of the people say it's not it's actually you've never been in england though if you say that you've never been in England because England is a good country I love it I love the people that are the best ones and like with back to my example of the retail is um like let's take an example also too I was in my country like a few years ago and I had some problems with my phone and I went to see what's wrong with it. And the person that was working there was so rude. It was like, how you don't know these things? I'm like, 
well, why are you working then there if you yeah. don't want to help me? Like, why you get paid for just staying in there? You should help. Like, that's your job. It's not only that's your job. You should be more, like, like grateful for what you have. You're just being, like, miserable in a way to people and destroying the mood for a day because you've just been rude. But here, when I need help, when I'm just like sad or just something bad happen, just go there and they explain, they cheer you up in a way. I don't know how. They just smile. Everything is going to be okay. Everything is going to get fixed. That's how life works. But in London, people are just amazing. I love them. Everything about London is great. UK is a great country. So be more positive. That's the advice. Be more positive. Everything needs to be positive. Try new things and just be there for the people that need help. Because you don't know what situation you're going to get one day. You don't know what next going to happen. So if you're going to give back, like give good, they're going to give you back the same way. So give good people. Do best. It's quite refreshing to hear someone speak so nicely about London and England. Is there anything from Moldova, though, that you miss? Mm, it's the only thing that... Moldova, it's more for freedom country. I just miss the, the things that... In Moldova, we have a lot of, like, countrysides and landfills and all these things. And it's like... More of a peace in there when you've been like by yourself walking. It's a lot of like grass flowers. You can smell the spring, the summer. The sun is just burning your back, but it's just amazing. It's just the vibe that gives like an Eastern European vibe. So this is the only thing that I miss, and I miss some of my family too because they are there. Like my family spread all over the continent. Some of the my sister are in Germany. Uh, most of my aunts, uncles are in Russia. Some of them are in Ukraine right now. Some of them are in Korea. Some of them are in Spain, in America, Italy. So it's everywhere possible. But Moldova is just the part of the country. It's the country that I would never, I would never get bored of. It's like every summer because mostly i couldn't go this few years because of the situation that we had of corona virus and everything the quarantine the tests it was it just a pain like you had to pay so much money for just a test it was like well i have to pay like 200 and something pounds for one test but so i waited but this summer it's gonna be the best summer ever in my life i'm gonna turn 18 so i'm just doing my best i want to i want to finish it because this summer i'm going to moldova this summer two months or just a month i don't know how much i'm gonna stay there but this summer i'm just gonna experience all the things ever again see my old friends that i had there see my best friends and the people i grew up with because they like just a part of my family too. I have a lot of people that are still in contact over like we know from when I was born. So when I was a 
babies. We still talk that days and we have a great relationship. We never had an argument or like stuff about that. And I just miss the people there. So Moldova, it's not a bad country, but it's just the people that some of them are rude. But like more in a town in the countryside, people are so simple, so positive. They're like, you can even walk on the streets and smell like the food. They cooking like bread. They they making everything so nicely and just go there and just like, and they you wanna come and try? You wanna just like a cup a cup of water or something like that or juice? And the, the people are nice in countryside, especially the old people. They just all the time there, like cheering you up, giving you a candy and just like, oh, there you go, kid. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds amazing. I feel like I need to pick a holiday. <laughs> yeah. If you want, you can come to my country. I don't mind it. It's more visitors for me. And also Moldova is known for the wine. We have a best wine there, so... Try it. Don't drink alcohol too much, but try it. <laughs> uh, we don't do the lunch break on the podcast for this season, but I still would like to know what is your favorite food from Moldova? Um, so basically it's like a soup, but we call it zama. It's basically like a soup of chicken and like homemade pasta. So it just, it's just amazing. And you actually use like, um pepper and eat of it and just like just made bread like one just the one that your grandma makes no it's, it's just just in your soul right there it's just there i love actually a lot of foods from moldova because it's the environment i grew up with and the food that i grew up so but mostly it's just jamu uh, it's like a soup basically so you should try it too that's a lot of romanian shops in actually england and they do like romanian food so if you want to try it i can give you the postcode <laughs> yeah could you make a note of that yeah yeah what's it how would you say it Ziamo. Ziamo. Yeah, Zama de Pui. i'm just gonna write i'll get it i'll get it i'll get it after you after we finish it sounds delicious. <laughs> it is actually. It's just perfect. You can actually like take it with um, cream, like cheesy cream or ma- mayo. Yeah. That, that, it's just, oh, now it makes me hungry. Yeah, I feel a bit hungry now. <laughs> just want to say thank you for coming on and sharing with us and just the best of luck with your final major project thank you're you going much. to get onto that foundation course and you're going to be a wicked art teacher thank you very much that's actually a great support for me go on go on girl <laughs> thank you thanks again for joining us today elena it's been a brilliant enthusiastic discussion about all of your passions and i find it quite remarkable how much you've done in such a short time coming to this country yeah thank you that wasn't really nice to come here and just experience a new thing it's my first time i've done a podcast so thank you very much for inviting me i enjoyed this time thank you for joining us today if you'd like to be on the podcast send us an email we are digital learning at bdc.ac.uk we'll be back in two weeks with another podcast episode 